Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Second down, launch, wide open! Kelsey has the touchdown! Who else to run it? But Josh Allen, who's in for the touchdown! A first down. Mahomes going with a long ball. What a catch! MVS going to go to Kelsey. Got blockers out there. Trying to find an opening and a pylon. And they say touchdown. Wow, touchdown. What an incredible individual effort by Kelsey. Sliding left. On the go. Throws. End zone. Touchdown. Pacheco. Pacheco is across for the Kansas City touchdown. Wow, what a run. Sean McDermott, after his one-for-three performance last week, he has tremendous support in the building. If he has to make one for us, the game on the line, he will. 44 yards pass. No, he doesn't make it. Wide right. Second and two, Pacheco. He's got the first down, and the Chiefs are going to be going to Baltimore, going to the AFC Championship game for a sixth consecutive year. It was a thriller, that's for sure. Think about that, too. Just let that sink in, everybody. Patrick Mahomes is going to his sixth consecutive AFC title game. And then explain that, too, like in further detail. Well, I mean, like, this is all he's known. That it, 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 he, he, he sat his first year yeah. behind Alex Smith, and when he started playing the next year, he's gone to the AFC title game every year every since year. then. Every year that he has started, he's yeah. been to the AFC championship and game. all of the people, like, again, like, I, I'm, I should not let it bother me. But all of those that have always said to us, it's no big deal because he wouldn't have done anything here in Chicago. Everyone screamed in the middle of the season. See, when he doesn't have a, a, a cast of great characters with him in the offensive huddle, he's just like everyone. No, he's not. No, he's not. This was a down year for him, right? 4,200 passing yards. What was it? 27 touchdown passes. He's going to the AFC title game again in a year where basically... He had no one but Travis Kelsey to throw to. And Travis Kelsey had himself a bit of a valley there for quite a bit of time in the second half of the season. Rasheed Rice came up and started to play really well. Yep. But prior to that, he couldn't count on anybody. And we're, they're in the same spot. So great players elevate everybody else. And great players, even if you have to ride the roller coaster, even for a short period of time, they find themselves... In places where most other guys could never even dream of going. So for everyone that thought that Pat Mahomes was going to, Patrick Mahomes was going to be at home this year because they didn't have a great team around him, joke's on you. Well, and it also should always remind us that when the hot takes are being made in October and November, that like you always it's say, season. it's a long season and each week is, is sort of a, it's a nut- lifetime. Yes, yes. And so while we sit in October, no proclamation should be made about who's going to win in January. Right. Because who would have ever thought that the Green Bay Packers in October were going to push the San Francisco 49ers to the brink 
and the divisional round for an opportunity to go play in the NFC title game. To that end, what is the bigger surprise? Is the bigger surprise that Jordan Love was as good as he was, um, not only this year, but at the back half of the season and as good in the postseason as he was, or that Baker Mayfield was as good as he was in the postseason? I would probably still say it's Jordan Love. Baker but Mayfield. Baker, Baker, Baker Mayfield. It. Baker Mayfield threw for nearly 700 yards, six touchdowns, and two interceptions in two playoff games. No, he was he was put excellent. put those numbers up against Tom Brady's Tampa numbers. Yeah, um, in the postseason, Baker Mayfield played his ass off in the postseason. Yeah, he did, no doubt. No so, doubt. Like who would have ever thought that? Like the, the 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 Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Detroit Lions would have entertained us as much as they did coming into the year. Like yeah. we knew Detroit would would probably be really good. Would they be NFC Championship game good? Um, they had a valley there too this year. Yeah, at, well, at the Bears the Bears yeah. took it to them pretty good. Um, it, it's 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 it was great. It lived up to yesterday was. Absolutely super from a football fan standpoint. Yeah. It delivered everything. And then the game that we just played from CBS, the 27-24 Chiefs win against the Bills. To your point again, like Patrick Mahomes, 17 of 23, 215 yards. Clean. Yeah, he's had way bigger yardage games. But again, he had a quarterback rating of 131.6, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Do you realize I think they only had, what was it, four third downs? That was like five, but five. yes. They were so efficient on first and second down. He was accurate. Listen, those numbers could have also been enhanced. He had a couple of throws in the first half. There were corner routes in the red zone that he overthrew two of them. He overthrew Kelly, uh, Kelsey on one, and I want to say he, he overthrew uh, Scandling. How do you pronounce it? What yes, Marquez yeah. Velvez-Scandling. Yes. Wasn't he the other guy that he overthrew? In the, other than that? Dude was spot on all game long. And you know what else he does? He's so smart. Like, even when you think you're going to get him for a negative play, there was one time he threw the ball out of bounds left-handed because it's the only way he could get rid of the football. Instead of taking a 10-yard sack, he throws the ball out of bounds at the last second. Like, he's just... he He's it's great just to a, watch, he's isn't a it? Fabulous it's, player. it's fun to watch. Um, and then, and then there was Josh Allen, who was also um, great. He, he was great. Um, the numbers: one eighty-six, a touchdown, no interceptions, quarterback rating of eighty-six point one. Um, he did run the football like crazy. Uh, Seventy-two yards rushing, two touchdowns there. Um, and and I wanted to play you this. I, I, I was on the treadmill today watching Get Up. It's like you know how our. Uh, all of the shows these days are like um, Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Hot take? They're all hot takey. They all become hot takey. Where instead of just saying they were two great quarterbacks going out head to head and they competed their ass off and again it was Patrick Mahomes' Chiefs who were better and that it was... The Bills, who were shorthanded defensively. Absolutely. And it was a Chiefs team getting the better of that matchup. Ryan Clark, who I think is one of the best analysts out there. Does a great job. I think he is he's one of the, the smartest analysts out there. 
I thought he got too hot takey today for my go- my liking. No, no, you tell me. Maybe I'm wrong on this. But I, I, I just think again, you're you're looking for something that's not there. This is his his thoughts on Josh Allen um, losing again to the Kansas City Chiefs in a playoff game. The thing we do here is we we get in here and we're just making excuses for Josh Allen all the time. Let's say it. Josh Allen is an absolute dog. Josh Allen is a freak at the position. He's doing things at the position that we've actually never seen. Yeah. And he's still losing. He's still at his house. We just saw a stat in the last hour, right, that... Along with Drew Brees, this is the most wins for a guy to not get to or win a Super Bowl. Where were all these excuses for Drew Brees? Because last I remember, Drew Brees was putting up better numbers than these, right? Drew Brees was a six-foot quarterback operating in a way that was getting a team to win that ain't had no defense. And we didn't sit up here every week and go, you know what? Drew Brees is better than Tom Brady, but Drew Brees' team just keeps letting him down. No, what's happening is, guess what? Josh Allen has played Patrick Mahomes in the regular season, right? As many times as he's played him in the playoffs, but he's beat him every time in the regular season. What's happened when all the cards been on the table? When Josh Allen has the football in his hands, for some reason, we get to come in here every time they meet in the playoffs and say, well, Josh didn't or Patrick did. That's what football comes down to. Football comes down to doing, not trying. Football comes down to the greatest moments, not the moments that add up on the stat sheet. Josh Allen had some plays last night that wowed you. What we needed him to do is not make the play that wowed, but the play that won. And he didn't do it. And it's okay to say that he didn't do it. I would also say that Buffalo team, like, look, your kicker had an opportunity to tie the game with a 44. 41 or 44-yard field goal. Stephon Diggs, who who had an opportunity not just to make a big catch, but if he makes that catch, there's a really good chance he takes it in for a touchdown. It's a beautiful throw. Is, is Josh Allen perfect? No, but his defense, the crew that was playing on the other side of the ball was missing five or six starters. So I, I didn't look at last night's game and say this was Josh Allen just not taking his team to where they needed to go. And by the way, like we may find out at the end of his career, and he's on this arc, this is the greatest quarterback that has ever played the game that he's facing every year in the postseason. Right. Look, there were a couple of throws on that last drive or decisions that he could have made, and people sure. will call that out. Um, and it's fair. But to say that it was Josh Allen's fault that he didn't win, like this isn't a, a, a stat stuffing situation for Josh Allen. This Josh was, Allen was the second best player on that football yeah. field yesterday. This wasn't like the loss that the Cowboys had with Dak Prescott under center, where Dak was throwing picks and pick sixes. And no, Josh Allen did as much as he could for his team. I thought. I mean, there were other drops in this game as well. Could you identify? He fumbled. He was fortunate that whoever it was, number twenty-seven from the Chiefs, tried to, to scoop and score instead of falling on it. Yes, but at the end of the day, what did he have? A passing touchdown and two rushing touchdowns. Yes, right, right. And and and, and again, his again. And I know it's box score stuff, but I don't believe it's empty calorie stuff. 
Josh Allen in his postseason career has 21 touchdowns and four interceptions. You add to that his five rushing touchdowns. He has 26 touchdowns and four interceptions in the postseason. He was great a couple of years ago in Kansas City. He played win because of football. I believe he played win because of football yesterday. The kicker missed a field goal that would have tied the game. His defense was missing five players. They scored 27 points. Greeny brought up the fact yesterday that his team is averaging giving up 31 points per game against the Kansas City Chiefs in the postseason when they have lost to them. Is that a Josh Allen stat? That is not. That is the defensive stat. Like, I don't know how you can blame him. Ryan Clark loves the 90s Bulls. And what Ryan Clark has to remember is he always is singing the praises of Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan for seven years lost to the Boston Celtics and to the Detroit Pistons. Michael Jordan lost to the Detroit Pistons, but many times it wasn't Michael's fault. Michael did as much as he can do, and there were other times that... Scotty had a migraine or Michael didn't get the support that he needed to get and he needed to to continue to build around him more or, you know, like you can still be the best player and not win, in my opinion. Like I, I can't circle Josh Allen uh, again. And like you said about Mahomes, there were still plays that Mahomes could have made yesterday, but he won the game. Uh, Yes, there are plays that Josh Allen left on the field. I think every quarterback leaves plays on the field. But I don't think you can come to the set of get up and your passionate take is that Josh Allen didn't win that football game. I don't think you're analyzing it. I think you're coming in with a rip Josh Allen take. Yeah, that's not what I would have thought about Josh Allen. Again, I, I thought he played very well. I thought other guys around him had. Look, I, the one ball that he threw that I think Shakir was, was in the end zone for, he got, you know, his offensive tackle got pushed into his lap. He wasn't able to follow through on it. And look, he's been in the league six years. Maybe he'll find his way to the Super Bowl in year seven or eight or nine. Now, it's going to be significantly harder because his cap number is going to go from like 19 to 45 or 50. Sure. But like his career, he's still a young player. Like how old is Josh Allen? I mean, and it doesn't help his cause that he is, as I he's said. 27 right now. He'll be, he'll be 28 going into the next season. It feels a little bit like the, and maybe this is not the correct analogy, it feels a little bit like the Tom Brady, Peyton Manning type of conversation. Like when we, yeah, it, Peyton really never, when, when did Peyton win his first Super Bowl? Against so the that, Bears. That was something that was uh, actually circulating quite a bit yesterday before the game because it was, Josh, it is Josh Allen's seventh season. It actually took Peyton Manning till his seventh season when the Colts finally were able to beat the Patriots. So, you know, that may be on the horizon for him as well. That, that you know, I don't think Josh Allen's all of a sudden going to lo- learn or, you know, forget how to play football. But And remember what happened when Peyton Manning finally did have the breakthrough. 
part of the reason they were able to do so was because the Colts defense finally was healthy when the playoffs rolled around. Bob Sanders right, was right. finally like he was a difference making safety and he was finally healthy for one postseason run. And that was critical to the Colts being able to get off the field every once in a while, which the Bills were not able to do defensively yesterday. This was his sixth season. This was this was Josh Allen's sixth season. So Look, I, I mean, unfortunately as well, he's also running into Kansas City deep into the postseason. It's yeah. not been it's not uh, been fortunate. Like, like I again I don't think you can circle Josh Allen as the reason why the, the Buffalo Bills didn't win that game. Can you? Uh, no, I that's not I mean, you may go back in time and find a game in the postseason where you'd do that, but not in this game. This not this game. This game when this game ended last night. The first thought that went through my mind wasn't, well, Josh Allen lost that game. Not at all. I thought Josh, Josh that, Allen played that's well. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying that Josh Allen isn't without fault. Yeah. Or that there weren't a couple of plays that Josh Allen left on the field. Again, every quarterback does that. There were the three plays, three long downfield throws that his receivers did not make for him. Yeah. Did not make for him. And again, you brought up Diggs. Like, where's Diggs been to help him out? He threw one right in Diggs' hand, and Diggs did not. All Diggs does is complain. His brother complains for him. He complains for himself. And, and, And there's Diggs to make a play. Make a play. Like, but it's Josh Allen's fault? There's Bass to kick a 44 yard field goal. Where's the defensive help? Like, but but you're coming in, Ryan Clark, to to rip Josh Allen? Like, they did not the only reason they're in that game is because of Josh Allen. Yeah. I didn't think that was a game that was lost because Josh Allen didn't do his job. Think about this too, Sylvie. To that point, like other players around the Bills make some plays. Meanwhile, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who's been ridiculed all year long because he hasn't been able to come down with the ball, made two huge catches yesterday yeah. in a game that he was sorely needed. Like, yeah. Meanwhile, Diggs is, like you said, making, like, what, $18, $19 million a year? Dropping a dime? Not a donkey? Diggs had three, three catches for 21 yards in yesterday's game. How do you guys feel about the, they were talking a lot on Get Up and also on Greeny's show about the, the rule? Do you want that rule changed about fumbling through the end zone? This is where I thought... This is where I thought uh, Ryan Clark had a great had a great explanation for why it's fine. He said it was like swearing as you walk up to church. You could swear all the way till you walk to the front door, but once you walk in the front door, you, you you're not supposed to be swearing anymore because it's sacred ground. It's sacred ground. Same way with the end zone. I thought it was a really good example. It was I've very actually, funny as well. I've actually reversed course on it too. I used to hate the rule, but now it's like I you don't see, have a problem with you it. You see at all. some of the plays, and it's like the one that um, Miko Hardman had there. It's like, yeah, you probably deserve to no longer have the ball. Yeah. on a play like that, the the penalty fits the crime. If you're going to fumble the football in that area. In the sacred ground, then there should be a more significant penalty than there is elsewhere. So I don't have a problem with the, the penalty. Uh, Doug and Joliet, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Doug? What's going on, Sylvie? You tell us. Love, hey, first off, man, I love you guys. I love the show. Appreciate I you. I don't get a chance to call in very often. So I'm glad I finally got a hold of you guys. Thank you for calling, Doug. You hear me? Yeah, perfect. Let me turn my yeah, turn my tune. Hmm? All right, sorry, I'm in my car. You hear me? I'm sorry. sorry yeah, you can turn your radio oh, down. Yeah, 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 now yep, you yep, just yep, heard my yep, voice. Yeah, oh, boy. Yeah, I got you. Yep, I turned it down. I'm in my car. Sorry. 
So, man, Mike, I love you guys. I love this show. I don't get a chance to call in very often. Sylvia, I had to, I gotta, I gotta ask you a question. Now, you didn't say nothing wrong about last night's game, but I just thought you were, you were kind of, you were kind of riding Josh Allen a little bit there. Like, you, you made up a lot of excuses, and we said no excuses for Justin. Why does Josh, the leader of turnovers, get all these excuses? Well, look, I'm not, I'm not making excuses for his season or for the ex- as far as 18 interceptions. Right. Um, like right. I, I was talking about yesterday's game, just just or, yesterday, okay. or, or like the beating the Chiefs as as being the reason why he hasn't beaten the Chiefs. Hey, can okay. I provide okay. an assist here as well? Josh Absolutely. Allen, Josh Allen may have led the league with nine, or 18 interceptions. He had 29 touchdown passes and 15 rushing touchdowns. That's a total of 44 yes. touchdowns. That is true. That is so true. at the end of the day, Josh Allen, he plays the game a lot like, like Brett Favre. There are right. going to be mistakes. But at the end of the day, his touchdown production, to, you know, touchdown wow, interception. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, yeah. Well, yeah, you, well, you got 18, yeah. 18. His touchdown interception ratio is still 2 to 1. Right. Yep. So I gotcha. you, you're going to have to ride some rocky waters at times with him. But the highs ultimately outweigh the lows and he more than likely is going to take you where you want to be even though there may be some some plays that leave you with a little bit of heartburn i got you i got you that makes sense makes sense doug thanks, thanks i want to get to harding too because i think he wants to bring up this similar point what's up harding <laughs> the last caller kind of stole what i was going to say sylvie i got on espn about 10 minutes ago on the app right and i'm listening to you talk and I was shocked. I was like, Sylvie's turned the page on Justin Fields. What's happening here? Then I heard you say Kansas City. I'm like, Kansas City? The Bears didn't play Kansas City. And then you said Josh Allen's name. And I said, wait a minute. Sylvie is giving the excuses to Josh. Josh Allen didn't win a game. The reason the field goal miss was so important because he couldn't get a touchdown in the clutch moment. He had an offensive player drop a dime. That sounds like Justin Fields. He had defensive players out. That kind of sounds like Justin Fields. Now, in no way, fashion, or form, I compare the two quarterbacks. Yes, you, you just are. did. I think yes, you, just you did. are. You just did. You're comparing. No, no. You're comparing Justin a guy. You are hurting. You're comparing a no. guy who has thrown for 37 touchdowns, 36 <laughs> touchdowns, 35 touchdowns, and 29 touchdowns to a man who has thrown for 40 touchdowns in his career. You are comparing Sylvie, a guy Sylvie. who's thrown for 4,300 yards no, this year to a guy who is lucky to throw for 2,500 yards in a season. Sylvie, no, I'm not. You what just I did. am comparing is the mind space that we're in. The narrative behind certain quarterbacks go into a favoritism of who gets to have those excuses and who doesn't, who they are applicable to. That's all I'm saying. I don't. I know for a fact Justin Fields is not even sniffing Josh Allen's tier as an NFL quarterback. I know that. I am of the boat now because I called you guys maybe a month ago and said you have to keep Justin. Blah 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 blah. I think you have to take Caleb Williams now. After everything that's happened, you have to go with Caleb Williams because of the passing situation. He's probably an easier quarterback to coordinate a game around. So I'm not comparing the two quarterbacks. But when I listen to you talk right now, the excuses you're giving Josh Allen is what Fields. Colt Fields fanatics have been trying to kind of explain to you in the space of context. 
it's not a comparison of quarterbacks because they're nowhere near each other. I understand that. I'm not delusional. I'm not on Twitter saying Justin Fields is the next Lamar Jackson. No, that'd be foolish to say. But when I hear you and I close off the mind space, close my eyes and say, hey, I don't hear any names, but I hear the excuses, it's the same thing. And you guys kill people that say that stuff for Fields. So Josh Allen doesn't get the same excuse. I'm sorry. He just doesn't. When, when, He's when, a better when, quarterback when by least someone will call in on a game that Justin Fields goes for three touchdowns and zero interceptions and guys drop three balls like when the, the which game was it where Tyler Scott didn't finish the route the, li- that, the Lions game in Lions that game. singular game i had Justin's back like no one no one would call in and rip Justin in that game but like in the Vikings game when he couldn't manage a touchdown in that game in that that's fair like there are there are context is king here Harding like that matters like I agree like, with you like, 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 but you I don't do. because like how could anyone watch that game of what Josh Allen did and say Josh Allen was the problem or in the game against the Lions where where Justin played his ass off or in the game a couple of weeks ago what was the game uh, two weeks ago where he played uh, really well. Uh, n- not the last the game of this. The Falcons game. Yeah. Like, he had a great game in that game. When we're talking singular games, we can yes. we can go back and forth. But come on now. They are not being close to the same type of player. I understand that. And when I continue to say it, I know you guys are short for time, so I'll make this short. We're not comparing the players. We're comparing the excuses. It's not applicable to Josh Allen because with Justin Fields, the win-loss record was on Justin Fields. The production was on Justin Fields. So then Josh Allen has the same boat. Unfortunately, he's going against Michael Jordan quarterbacks. But that's the way the cookie crumbles, man. You're not cutting it. You're losing. You don't get the excuses. I didn't say he was the problem. I said he didn't go out there and win man. a game. So Boy, context does yeah, matter. Yeah, like, I, I, look, I... I would, I would, I would, what I would do for Justin Fields if he was as good as Josh Allen. Like, what would you do? Like, you should see, you should see, like, it's amazing. Like, people are, people are delusional. Like, some of the, some of the tweets I'm getting. Uh, Trillivision, interested, Sylvie going to bat for Josh Allen. Sounds like a fanboy to me. Uh, JG, Josh Allen had a very Justin Fields-like game yesterday. If, if, if Justin Fields was close to as good as, as Josh Allen, we would not have any debate. Guys, Josh Allen accounted for 44 touchdowns in the regular season this year. Rob on Twitter says, defending Josh Allen more than they defend Justin Fields. I, like, I, I, our, 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 I'm not... It's not not even interested in this comparing apples and oranges in, like, in, uh, in different are, scenarios. Are we on a different planet? Like, I, am I in bizarro world? Uh, yes. Well, you're on Twitter or social media or the Twitch. Well, chat. No, I'm I mean, in real world because we got the phone call. Like, this isn't just a social media thing. Well, that's where a lot of it was. That that's what you were referencing right now. Well, no, we just got the call. I got I got that. I got that. But the other three examples you gave me were from social media, and I can guarantee you that you're going to find an endless stream of people that will feel this way. What The point of the conversation was in the context of Josh Allen being criticized for not 
delivering in crunch time to win that game in a divisional playoff round in a game in which he had accounted for three touchdowns and no turnovers. I think the point being made was is that I don't look at that game and the first thought that comes to my mind is Josh Allen lost that game. That's not the thought that comes to my mind. Mm. Dean downtown, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Dean? All right, fellas, forgive me. I won't have time for any of my usual bits or gimmicks. I'm on the treadmill right now. That was better than the last time I saw you at the health clubs because you were firmly in a chair. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes i got to take a break. So every time I see you, your kid's either peeing in the pool or you're, uh, I don't (laughs) know. They're not peeing in the pool. All right, I will tell you this. Um, I will compare him to Josh Allen. First of all, I want to, I'm sorry, my first point that I told the chosen one, Tyler Aki, and happy anniversary to him. I, I won't compare. I think Peyton Manning and Tom Brady are much closer, if you ask me. Like, I, I'm a Peyton Manning guy. He won five MVPs. I don't think that the Colts were run nearly as efficiently as the Patriots were. Their defense wasn't as good. Uh, Mahomes is light years better. But I will compare him, and I'll tell you one thing. How many times has Fields thrown the ball in his career, you know, versus how many times Allen did in his first couple of years? Look it up, man. They, they let him – they handed the reins to him. So, I don't know, man. I don't think Fields gets enough reps. That's all I got for you guys. Have a good one. I, that, I mean, that was a really – that was a really disjointed point. Like, whether or not Justin has been given the appropriate number of passing attempts to develop correctly – Versus whether or not Josh Allen should wear it because the Bills weren't able to get past Patrick Mahomes. I'm struggling to kind of process that. Uh, Michael in Oak Park, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Michael? Michael. Yes, sir. Sorry about that. I had you guys on mute. My fault. My fault. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, okay. So the delusion is kind of real about the field stuff. And, and, you know, I'll kind of go into it in brief um, without without talking about every talking point. But it's like you look at the offensive coordinator argument. You know, your limitation at the quarterback position and their limitation at processing or understanding defenses or schemes is a limitation in offense. And to the caller's the last caller's point is, yeah, Fields has a lot less bites at the apple because of his limitations, and you have to scheme around his limitations. Josh Allen was given, you know, the keys of the kingdom because he showed that ability to to go and sling it and to trust his ability to throw guys open. And if you can't throw someone open, you can only throw to the open guy, you're not going to flourish in the NFL. It's too fast of a game. I I just, like, I'm not even willing and and interested in going into the deep dive comparison between our quarterback and Josh Allen. That wasn't even the point of the conversation. It was was a conversation was, do you, uh, uh, do you agree with Ryan Clark that Josh Allen needs to wear this as he can't win the the big one? And he's, you know, I can't fault him. Like I, and and I think it's unfair. There have been other playoff games. Like, I guess if you go back last year, they lost to the, to the Bengals. Right. And I don't think Josh Allen was very good in that game. If you want to hang that one on Josh Allen, hang that one on Josh Allen. I just thought we were talking about last night's game. Isn't that what we were talking about? And he was up against a quarterback, in my humble opinion, who may end up and is very likely to end up as the best player to ever play the game at that position. Like, he's on a, he's on a Brady trend. So, like, I just I don't know how he even got to the conversation of comparing Josh Allen and excuses being made for him versus the evaluation of our quarterback. 
We won seven games this year. We're not in the postseason. We're talking about the second round of the postseason and a specific quarterback who constantly finds himself matched up with the greatest quarterback in the league right now and ultimately hasn't been able to clear that hurdle. And what we were discussing is, is this wasn't because Josh Allen didn't play well. Josh Allen was the second best player on the field last night like, like uh, behind Patrick Mahomes. For us to be doing, for anyone to call in and to mention Justin Fields' name with Josh Allen is like calling in to compare Zach Levine and Kevin Durant. I don't know why you would want... I mean, it wasn't even part of the conversation. Bobby, uh, I'm the Jane Adams. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Bobby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to touch base. Um, let if you guys can hear me. Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Touching base on this conversation, like, there's an obvious, more contemporary example of this discussion. Like, Justin Fields and Josh Allen is not a combination. If you were to bring up Aaron Rodgers early in his career... Say hypothetically, Erlacher houses that interception, takes it back. The Bears beat the Packers, and Rodgers never goes back. Year after year after year, he goes to the, to the playoffs with the Packers and flops because of his special teams, his defenses, year after year. If Rodgers never got back, this would be more of a conversation and an approach to that argument. I think even if you, I mean, to make it even simpler, I think if you want to go to last year's playoffs where the Bengals beat them 27 to 10 in Buffalo and you want to evaluate the play of Josh Allen where he threw 25 of 42 for 264, no touchdowns and an interception. He ran for 26 yards and scored a touchdown on the ground as well. If you want to say, hey, that ain't good enough. And Josh Allen's a big reason why they lost to the Bengals. I'm just telling you in the context of this discussion, I'll buy that conversation. In the context of last, the discussion about last night's game, like the whole point of the conversation was is that wasn't a game that I will pin on Josh Allen as the reason why the Bills didn't get past the Chiefs. That's all. That's why I brought it up. Yeah, I wanted to talk, too, about uh, Kelsey. <laughs> and I want to talk about... Uh, some of the other I, side I, stuff I don't going know on with why that game. I, I, but I mean, even Harding, I had zero thoughts on Justin Fields in regard to this conversation. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even think this was about trying to make an, an excuse for Josh Allen. This was about looking at a game in which Josh Allen actually played really well against against Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes was the better player in that game, but in the entire you know totality of 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 what happened last night, they had five defensive starters out. Stephon Diggs didn't help him. Was Josh Allen perfect? No, but that was a game where, you know, in most instances, if they're not playing against Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes, they probably win that game. Right. Yeah. Uh, John and LaGrange, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, John? Hey, thanks, guys, for taking my call. Yeah, you guys just hit all the points. Um, I did want to just say, though, even if Bass made that kick, we gave too much time. That's true. Our defense was gashed. Yeah. They would have gone and scored, and our hearts would have been broken uh, <laughs> at a game-ending field goal. I'm a, I'm a big Bills fan. It was just a really sad. I'm, a, I'm having a sad day. But, uh, I feel terrible for, for you guys. Like, I, yeah. I, I feel like before like it was a woes me thing because of the, I'm a Cubs fan. Now that the Cubs won, there's no doubt in my mind that Buffalo Bills fans are the most tormented fans in sports. 
I mean, maybe I'm just a douche, but like, I, I mean, I don't, I don't have this like horrible outpouring of sympathy for the Bills right now. I don't dispute what you're saying, but I'm not sitting right now hanging my head going, poor Bills. Well, you, you don't, you don't watch games from a fan standpoint like we do because you play. Well, no, I don't think that's 100% accurate. Like, I, I'm just like, I get what you're saying, but. I'm with Wow. I don't feel for don't the Bills feel, fans. I don't yeah. feel for no, Bills fans. You know why? Because no, I don't either. Because yeah. they, really? had, they had Jim Kelly. They have Josh Allen, who I would kill for Justin Fields to be good enough to lose in a divisional round against Patrick Mahomes, by the way. So, yeah, I don't Dude, feel they, terrible. They've not won. Bills fans they've were not, also... They've the, not won it. When I, I went to college with a lot of Bills fans, and they were the biggest a-holes to well, me after the Parky game. So I have oh, zero well, sympathy for Who them. wasn't an a-hole after the Parky game that wasn't like <laughs> our, our rival? I, I don't even Bills fans. I don't even have a beef with Bills fans and this is is, is tainting my... I, I feel bad for Marchie and Greco. I feel bad for somebody, you know, friends of mine who, if you're a diehard Bills fan, I'm sorry. I'll give you a pat on the back. I'll buy you a drink. But like, I'm not lamenting the you know, the trials and tribulations of Bills fans. They've been to four Super Bowls, right? They've lost them all. Uh, okay, they've been to them. Like, I mean, like, I'm not... No, I don't have any extra really? tears for them. What about, do you, do you feel good for Lions fans? I do, yeah. Because I said, like, I... Again, this is social media. But if, Like, I tweeted that, like, I feel... Like, I know we're rivals, but I feel good for, for Lions fans. For their fans, because of the again another tormented fan base, they hadn't won a playoff game since when? When was it? Like the ninety one? I think for the Lions game, yeah. the round one. Yeah. Okay, like that's different. The Bills have been to four Super Bowls, and by the way, they've been in the playoffs every year for the last five or six years. Right? I'm not trying to be again. I'm, if you ain't first, you're last. I know, but. I think it's different. But, like but I, listen, if the Detroit Lions go to San Francisco and the 49ers beat them, I'm not going to shed any tears for the Lions. Yeah, and everyone's like, oh, why do you feel good for Detroit? So they're our rival. And I'm like, I prefaced it by saying, I know they're our rival. For this run, I, I'm like, I'm happy for Lions fans that they get to enjoy some success. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's cool for them. There's no doubt. Like for a team that is that has been in the basement for so long, for their fan base to be able to, I think it is cool. But that's different than the Bills. The Bills haven't been to the top of the mountain, but for the love of everything good and pure, they take the hike every year. And I, Sean McDermott's a bit of a hardo too, is he? Yes, yeah. He he's and he, he irritates you. Yes. Who did he fight? He fired uh, Ken Dorsey. Yeah, but that actually what? worked out. Wait, wait, I think Joe Brady was a good, that was a good move. Maybe, but it's not like the offense has been dramatically better. Remember when he fired him, it was on the heels of that Broncos loss on Monday Night Football. Where their defense was, was a disaster. Exactly. Yeah, no, I know. Who, who runs the defense on that team? Well, you can't fire yourself. I, well, you can't. No, you can't fire yourself. Uh, Quentin in Homewood, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Quentin? Yeah, I just wanted to say, guys, uh, regarding Ryan Clark's point, the overall point of his that he was trying to make is really about Lamar Jackson. Because what it's boiled down to is that had Lamar Jackson lost that game, it becomes about how he plays. Can you win with this style of quarterback? Um, and all of these different narratives. But when Josh Allen loses, it's, oh, it's not his fault. Or the kicker missed it. He's a good one, and he'll have another chance. We'll get there someday. And so that was Ryan Clark's point. 
it was about how narratives change, and it's an indictment on a style of quarterback. And Lamar, and similar stats, right, both under 200 passing yards, but rushing touchdowns, passing touchdowns. Let Lamar would have lost. <laughs> It'll be you can't win that way, and they overpaid him, and this is why he shouldn't have been a quarterback. And so that was the point. It was Josh Allen loses, and, oh, well, it's okay. He did his best. Guys didn't support him. But if other guys lose, it's on that guy, and he may not be a, a true franchise player. So that was his point, I, I didn't. I didn't see him, Quentin, connect those dots. But no. I, I would say this. Um, the, I think the reason why there have been questions about Lamar in the postseason is he's had no real postseason success in recent years, right? Lamar's got coming into this season, and he had a fabulous game in their win over the Texans. But in four previous playoff games, if I'm looking at this correctly, he had a combined four touchdowns rushing and passing in those four playoff games, along with five interceptions, I want to say, and two fumbles. Like, his performance in the postseason has not been, like, comparable to his regular season yeah. performances. I, yeah. So, like, I, I mean, I look, I don't know what R- Ryan is. I don't think he, Lamar Jackson was not a part of the equation. I, didn't I don't think know if it that was. was bothering him or anything, but, like, his name did not come up in the 20-minute debate over yeah, Josh. I didn't think it Drew did. Drew Brees' name came up. Right. Um, and, like, later in the show, I think Clark was pissed about Brock Purdy actually getting ripped for his performance. So, like, I don't, I, 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 I don't think Lamar I, I think had anything to do with look, it. I don't know how it would anybody's perspective was. Mine is, is that in that game last night, you had two of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League, and one is the best. The other one is in the argument for the second best. And the, the guy that finished second in last night's game played a pretty damn yeah. good game. That Look, was all the conversation Maybe, maybe it bothers me because I lived the Michael stuff. I used to call into national talk shows, as much of a nerd I am, about Michael. Because I remember during the Bulls, for seven years, people said, Michael's not Magic Johnson. Michael's not Larry Bird. He doesn't. He's not a winner. He doesn't make guys better. Michael Jordan was as good and better than those players, but he wasn't surrounded, and he would lose not because of what he wasn't doing. He was doing everything he could to push the Bulls over the finish line. He didn't have the teams that the other team that the other teams had. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like just because he lost in six and then seven to Detroit for many years, he lost first in five to Detroit, then in six to Detroit, then in seven when Scotty had the migraine. Before that, he scored 63 against the Celtics and lost in three. He lost to the Bucks in his rookie year. He had, but yet he had the seven years it took him to get over the hump. And you have the national narrative. You, we didn't have Twittered then. We didn't have like sports radio like it was now, but the narrative out there was Michael couldn't win the big game. Well, that changed. My, Michael wasn't the winner that Larry and Scotty, uh, Larry and Magic were, and he didn't make his team better. So, like, I always raged against it, and I see a lot of the similarities with Josh Allen. Josh Allen's put up. His postseason numbers are as good as any other quarterback in the history of the game. But because of many different reasons, he has not won. 
I would say too, if Josh Allen had did, had played poorly yesterday, everybody of would have course. pointed it out. Of course, I mean there were people in, in, earlier in the season that were suggesting that he is because of some of the turnovers that he is a reason why this team isn't getting to where they need to be. Just like I can't rip Baker Mayfield for the Bucks losing. Baker right. May- they didn't lose because of the uh, the Bucks didn't lose because of Baker Mayfield. No, he threw a late game interception, but man, he played a great game. Well, you know what happened in that game? Detroit was the better football team, top to bottom. And yesterday, the the, the Kansas City Chiefs, in my opinion, were the better football team. And, and look, it was close. It was entertaining, but Love didn't Love didn't play his best game. But like to me, they didn't lose because of Jordan Love. No, no. I, look, I I don't know how this. This got connected to Justin Fields. I, I guess it was it's weird. Harding suggesting that you're willing to give Josh Allen a pass, but you're not willing to give our quarterback a pass. That it's we're that's ta- pure crazy. This is we're in the second round of the postseason, right? Like these are entirely different scenarios. I don't think you can connect those it's, dots, and nor were we trying to. No, it's a weird time with uh, the quarterback thing. I love the passion. But it's just a weird sort of argument that we've been stuck in with the quarterbacks here. And this decision. Some of that passion is crazy. 312-332-3776. More of your calls. Oh, we forgot the good, the bad, the dirty during all this. I think uh, this conversation uh, covered them all. Good, it's co- bad, and dirty. It's coming up next. Ah, commuting in Chicago. Ah. If you're stuck. Stick with Waddle and Sylvie, weekdays 2 to 6. We'll uh, push uh, the good, the bad, the dirty into the 5 o'clock hour. I also uh, got uh, information from Mike Garofolo, who is reporting that the Bears are interviewing Titans defensive line coach Terrell Williams. They're uh, stopping uh, to interview the entire Titans staff, right? Didn't... Uh, yeah, might as well. Yeah, now they're on to the defensive coordinator. You were there position. for Chris Harris, right? right. Chris Harris interview. Former for, Bear. Yeah. Former Listen, Bear Chris Harris. I think the more people you interview, the better. I have no problem with this. That's uh that's their due diligence. That I liked the way they handled the OC interview. Uh let's uh go to Jimmy in the north side. What's up, Jimmy? What's up, fellas? How are we? Everything's good. Fabulous What's going on? This weekend of football. Yeah, it, it really was. Uh, I'm not sure what planet we're on the past 25, 30 minutes. But, um, you know, my father-in-law is from Buffalo. Um, my wife's in Buffalo. He's done business with Josh Allen, Been to had season tickets for 20 years. That guy's going to be a Buffalo Bill for the next 10 years. They'll accept what happened yesterday. And I, that's the best fan base I've ever come across. They've already moved on to next year. They're just, uh, they're that, you know, that devoted. So, I mean, we got maybe we should learn something from that. But, Sylvie um, hasn't been able to know. let last night's uh, yeah. loss go yet. I, I, I'm, I'm more upset about that. Passionate Bills fan now. Yeah, yeah. And the strokes from the national media spewing diarrhea of the mouth, uh, you just need to ignore instead of get uh, instigate our fans. Uh, Sylvie, by the way, uh, Cameron is going to be an experienced man. I had four siblings go there. You won't believe it. Like those nerds make a lot of noise. <laughs> how many? How many? Uh, wait, how many brothers and sisters do you have? Well, four. Oh, and they all went to Duke. That's correct. Yeah. Where did you go? Cornell. 
Oh, look at you. All the smart guys. You were about ready to say, where'd you well, go to Elmhurst College, Jimmy? <laughs> no offense to anyone who graduated Cornell from Elmhurst. Cornell Duke from Jimmy on the Northside's family. That's right. That's right. A couple of, of brilliant offspring, I guess. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the, the Packers game and the Lions game this weekend, I was rooting for them because the McCaskies need every kick in the ass to go and someone go talk to Grandma and ask her to open up the checkbook so that in free agency, when you look at seven out of the top 12 free agents are defensive linemen, you have to start to make moves that are top, like guaranteed money, Montez Sweat type deals. Because but Jimmy, if Montez but Jimmy, Sweat, Jimmy yeah. we're not going to be able to sign those deals because you have us signing Kirk Cousins. Well, like I said, there's, it's a fungible uh, okay. right. salary cap. Saying. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I, I, listen, like, I think that this draft, and by the way, that that interview with Brock Heward was probably the most interesting uh, diamond in the rough that kind of came out of nowhere. The guy is a brother on USC's staff, called six USC games, and now he was the uh, he was the local for Shane Waldron, and yeah. he said pass on Shane Waldron, yeah. and you know basically said with Caleb Williams leadership's a problem. That's what I gathered from it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's a great player, but he'd rather build around fields. And so I think the Bears should really go all in on the draft. Try and get, maybe get go get three first round picks. I don't. I mean, you have capital that you can move around. Uh, we've I'm, never we've never been in a better spot than this. There's never we're never going to be in a better spot than this. So we better go big, better go big now. I mean, like if you're not going to, you know, the time is now. I think next two three years, we can just get become a juggernaut. I do believe that. Yep, Jimmy. Thanks, thanks, uh, Jimmy. I'm going to uh, play you some of the stuff from Brock Heward. I'm Shane Waldron coming up. And I also want to play well, the interview, something. The, the gift that keeps on giving for yeah. us. Yes. And then I want to play Greg Olson was on with us uh, from Fox, former Bears tight end. Talked about the Shane Waldron uh, offense as well. Shane, Aldr- Shane Waldron is the Bears new OC. And uh, we will talk about that and the good, the bad, the dirty coming up next.